to Binge Buddies. Me, your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Joel Dracula DeWitt. I, I'm, I, I'm a little humbled, and I want to want to thank the Academy <laughs> for this award. Uh, especially my agent and my, my wife, who stuck with me through all these years. And, of course, God. Uh, or maybe this time it's Satan. You know? Yeah. Thank you, God. It wouldn't be God if he's Dracula. <laughs> Wait, have you just breathed fire, Joel? You, God is somewhere going, what the fuck did I do? Well, I did not breathe fire. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, <laughs> we have Matt, Zombie Dog, Lestat, the Lion Court, Dykes. That's a mouthful. And I, I was. <laughs> I was wondering, will you remember the zombie dog part of it? It's been a while. Let's let's find out. There's your answer. <laughs> I I remembered. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, my we official also... nickname. Oh yeah, your, your zombie dog Lestat the Lion Court official <laughs> nickname. Sure. Is is the Lestat de Lion Court better pronounced with absolutely no French in it whatsoever and just purely American? Absolutely. One hundred percent. There's, there's no way that that will offend anyone or you know piss anybody off at all. Yeah. No, you're Lestat doing a great job. D Lion Court. Perfect, right? So we're going for. We also have Mr. Drew Eli Staten. Eli, let the right one in. Oh God, that's trying to go cut. for. I was trying to go for more famous vampires this time, but I realized this one was kind of scraped at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I mean, I, I, I wasn't here for a couple episodes, so I, I deserve it. <laughs> I meant more so like you might not recognize this one. Not that I'm trying to be rude with my vampire pick, but no, if you want no, to take no, it no, that it's... way, that's cool, too. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. That's a deep cut. God, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. But it's a it's really so good, good movie. I even like the Matt Reeves one. Like I, That's not even a bad movie. I haven't seen the uh, the Americanized one. It it, uh, it actually follows the book a little bit more than the the Swedish one, which is strange because you know Swedish film, Swedish book, but still. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Matt Reeves. He's a good director. I, I'd, I'd check it out if you haven't. I will have to, especially now. It's in my name. Yeah. <laughs> it's your official <laughs> nickname. How, how would you have not seen it? Uh, <laughs> So we're, we're back after our impromptu break. Uh, I thank everyone for their, their patience. I know we are gone a little bit longer than, than any of us really thought we would be. Um, but uh, but that's all that's all done now. So hooray, <laughs> we're back at it. Uh, just in time for the season one finale. Uh, the, the timing of that break was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a break just before the end. Yeah, uh, and uh, next week will be the end, and we'll see you in a month. <laughs> this is going to be like those... Uh, Cartoon Network back when they did uh, more anime, when they did like the Dragon Ball Z arcs, and, and then they would have like new yeah. stuff coming out, but they wouldn't announce it, so they just keep doing the Namek saga over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that's hey. exactly what this is. Uh, so, season one finale, directed by Taiko Atiti, is called Ancestry. Uh, this is an episode that I, I thought was uh, both kind of fine. And pretty funny, but it's definitely not my favorite of the season. Uh, where are we guys no, sitting on it? I'd agree with that. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's got some great conclusions, and it opens up new avenues that 
it makes you really excited to start season two, which full disclosure, I I've ran through this fucking show by now. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but, uh, oh, it's such good setups for what's to come and, and such great, like oh, yeah. through lines. Cause you, you find answers to questions where it's like, Oh my God, they, they put a clue in this five episodes ago. <laughs> really, really good mm-hmm. stuff. But I, right? I agree. Like the actual, uh, chain of events that kind of happens is not quite as interesting as the inflection points there. Yeah, uh, I'll get to my guessing why later, but uh, Drew, Matt, what'd you guys think of this one? I I enjoyed it, um, and I I think it's brilliant. I think it's I think it's brilliant. Like the whole series has been brilliant, and it's got one of the funniest sort of like shock gags. Um, I think just just. When he drives off on the motorbike, um, he's just <laughs> so good. I mean, it's like you know that it's, something's gonna happen, and then it's just like I see what's going on with this, but it's still hilarious. Oh, it's still good. Yeah, but like I think, like you said, it's kind of like it's it's an it's a, it's a good episode, but I think it's more. I don't know. It feels a bit more disjointed than the rest. It's it's good moments, but as a, as a whole, it's it's just a bit disjointed. Really? Yeah. Last but not least, Drew, what do you think? Um, I kind of have to agree. Like the uh, the episode itself is is pretty good, but it's certainly not the best. And it's in terms of like a finale, it's a little it's a little too on the nose of like tying a ribbon on it and being done without actually like feeling like a finale. It's more of a setup for season two, which I guess. You know, a season ender is like it can be that, and it can only be that, and still be good. Like it can still do its job, especially if you're greenlit mm-hmm. for the next season. But like, yeah, I don't know. It just it seemed like there was, um, it didn't feel like an end of a season. If that makes sense, there wasn't it, anything. It sort really of builds up, It sort of builds up to, towards season two, but it doesn't. It doesn't do it in a really sort of like, oh my god, I need to see it right now kind of way. You know, like how like you yeah. know, you get some the- things that are building towards what's coming in season <clears throat> two, and then it's ending on this thing of like you have to come back. It's kind of, I don't know, it kind of. Not, I'm not. I won't say a whimper, I, but it's it, it doesn't really sort of end with like a a big sort of. Yeah, it's not, it's, oh my god. The, the- it's it's not yeah it's it's not really a a, a wing like a wing a uh, a wham bam episode like I will say like the the best part of this episode well it's not my favorite moment but like the best part of this episode is you find out that um uh fucking um Laszlo has been the one killing Jeff the entire time oh yeah <laughs> there is like, that's some absolutely brilliant stuff in this uh and i'll I'll, we'll spend some good quality time on that here in a little bit um but here's my reasoning and i want to get you guys meter on this see what see if you agree or not what i think this this episode is is straddling a fence like and and i've done zero research and i I realize that info is probably out there but this feels like all right so we don't know if we're picked up for a season two but we really want to be but we also want to wrap it up so we're just going to do both and that's kind of how you get that disjointed <laughs> feeling of like, we're going to end the episode. We're going to end the series. Like if we never get another episode, this will be satisfying enough. And if we do get another episode, we have plenty of things. Yeah, to so, jump I, off of. so instead of trying to do one or the yeah. other, they just went for I, down. I the think middle. I agree with you. Like the, the Guillermo arc is sort of the, the bridge to like, Oh, if we have another season, 
this is where we're headed towards, right? And I feel like the the yeah. rest of the cast, it is sort of like we're going to have a safe arc where it can stand on its own and doesn't need to have a lead in to the next season. And I I think my yeah. I don't want to call it a problem, but the pacing issue to me is like the big thing that should have been the big reveal for the end of the episode happens partway through. Yeah, I, that that's the yeah. problem to me is that like it is such a big reveal and, and such a funny twist that, and I, I guess I don't know if I should jump straight to it, but uh, it is revealed it. through this, because they all drew it through an Ancestry.com kind of thing, and it's revealed through it that uh, Guillermo is an ancestor of Van Helsing. <laughs> and so, like, it, it makes it such a crazy thing from him being a, a familiar of vampires, but then also being a vampire hunter descendant. <laughs> And and that to me that would have been the perfect like cut to the end moment, like like if if we're talking about the right kind of pacing. Yeah, yeah like that that whole wait. I mean that you that's really funny because you know I'm not sure you know about vampires, but Van Helsing is a. I mean he's not real, right? Because I mean vampires are real, so he's not <laughs> real, right? Like it's just like if that's how it had ended, like right there, that would have been an amazing just sort of like boom mm-hmm. end. But I think yeah. it, it, it comes back to that whole trying to straddle, is this a series finale or a season finale? That it's like, well, if we put it at the end, then it's definitely a season finale and not a series finale. But if we leave it in the middle somewhere, it can still kind of right. go both ways. Yeah, it was it's sort of like weird because that, that would have been the perfect sort of cliffhanger ending. And that would have, like, you know, you would have been like, oh, I need to see the next episode to see what happens with this. And it kind of like happens in the middle way through, and they don't really do anything with it after he finds out either. Really, you know, no. you've got you've got the bit at the end, which is kind of like a tacked-on extra version of it, what we had earlier on, kind of really with the with the uh, the stakes and everything. But yeah, it's, See, it's, the stakes are so good. <laughs> it is good, but it's kind of like this. That scene earlier on being the last scene would have worked so much better. Yeah. But again, like I, I don't have a problem with it. Like I, I can say it's not my favorite episode or it's not the strongest because of this, that, and the other. But at the same time, like I can see why they did it, or at least why I think that they did it. So it doesn't really bother me. Like it feels motivated as far as like a storytelling device. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you know I, I do feel like I'm shitting on it a bit too much. Um, well, I mean. <clears throat> Well, it's just yeah. like whenever we had a bad episode of Venture Brothers, which was like all of two in the entire series, we beat the shit out of them because every other episode we have nothing but praise. So when we finally have something negative to say, it's like, all right, well, we're going to pile the well, fuck it, on here. And with how yeah. good this whole series <laughs> is, like it, sometimes it is more interesting to discuss like the shortcomings of an episode because it is a, yeah. it's a unique thing to talk about with such a well-developed series that has very few low points. Yeah, and like, I think that's entirely what's happening here. Because as we've said, like we get through the whole... Let's just talk a little bit, just kind of jumping around. I know we, we like to go through beginning to end, but this episode just doesn't really work for that because we all kind of agree the pacing was the problem. Um, <laughs> but like we get that whole reveal of fucking Jeff. <laughs> like, who was Jeff? And like we not not only like we, we get the whole <laughs> fucking Nadia just missing him and singing the song, so he just gets his uber Gregor strength back and breaks out of his mental institution and goes running to Nadia. Like, all of that on its own is already hilarious. That she's just accidentally summoning him. Like, that's already fantastic. (laughs) 
But then on top of that, when like you have Laszlo come out like, who's this, my darling? A gentleman caller? He <laughs> like, just knows exactly what's going on throughout the whole thing. He looks so happy as well. It's like, ah, we're here again, are we? <laughs> and then when you start going through all the times that he killed him, like the, we can do this all night, darling. <laughs> yeah. When I was a rat, I was a cat. And they go back to that the fucking artwork that's been so good throughout, and not just like the little zoom out. And every time they zoom out to where Jeff had been dying, you can see a clearly depicted Laszlo. <laughs> I wrote every single one of them down as well. <laughs> like, when I was a street thief, I had the cleaver in my hand. When I was a naval officer, I was on board the ship with the cutlass. When I was atop the horse in that battlefield in, yeah, yeah, that was me. The Amazon Explorer? <laughs> Guess who tipped off the natives? When I was a mouse, I was a cat. When I was a washerwoman, we could do this all night. <laughs> It's so good, like just to, like, and just it, it's sort of like it's one of those really great things with the the building of the joke, and it just keeps hitting every single um, point perfectly. You know, you could have they got that, the right balance. Like, if you'd have gone too long with that, it would have become less funny. But yeah. if you do it, if you don't do it long enough, it's not as funny. And I think they got the balance right with how many times they could keep jumping back to the uh, the artwork, and it still be really funny. <laughs> and then you like- know. That, that the when I was a mouse, I was a cat, seems like the end of it. <laughs> but they have like that little extra non, which just adds that, that actually, like, you know, it's it perfectly to the end. But then, like, the fact that, like, all of that is just, like, you're, you're doubled over laughing in your living room, like, this is the funniest shit ever. Then the scene kind of dies down with the, like, that let him have his one full life, darling. <laughs> is this what you want? Oh, okay. I'll see you in the next life. Yeah, or maybe you fucking won't. Or maybe you will. <laughs> and that's great. And then, like, okay, so this scene was perfect. I loved it. And then the motorcycle thing happens. Like, it just doesn't let you go. Like, it's just, like, it's hysterical. It's, like, a little bit of breathing. Hysterical, a little bit of breathing. And then just the icing on the cake, he gets his head lopped it, off. It is that abruptness of how it happens. And, and this show uses that hook so often where like it is just the totally unexpected a truck comes over and hits you a kind of moment and it does not stop <laughs> getting funny because like if you pace these and don't watch them one after another it, it you don't think about it again until it happens again uh the, the whole like mm-hmm. cycle of laszlo and him endlessly going through this battle itself is kind of a funny premise as well like that that's part of what works oh, yeah. so well is that it, it being kind of this endless struggle like Link and zelda and ganon going through lifetimes against each other <laughs> and and for me the best thing about this whole sequence is not that laszlo is killing gregor jeff whatever we're calling him because he's jealous of him banging his wife it's because whenever he shows up his wife gets emotional and starts crying and he's not having that <laughs> And I'm not having any the, of that jive. Yeah, nothing to do with the infidelity. Who gives a shit? It's just that she gets upset when he's here. And that's it's not that little okay. glimmer of like sweetness that Laszlo has because yeah. <laughs> his, his lifelong love of Nadja. And it, it kind of goes back to that whole thing in the orgy where like <laughs> he's talking about like, professing his love. And, a yes. A two-person orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, her reaction is brilliant as well. Though when when he find when when he explains the reason why, and she's just like, "Oh, that's so sweet." And then it's like, "Yeah, yeah go away, Jeff." And then he, then he's just like, "Oh, that's fucking weird." And then he just drives off. 
And I love that the, the immediate thing like where he cuts he, he cuts his own head off at this point. This was the, probably the first time in in the whole of this sequence that it's actually not been Laszlo. Yeah. But she still blames Laszlo for it because because he had the wire set up for the for her <laughs> for her present. But it's actually not his fault. <laughs> yeah, for the first time he, he didn't actually do it, but uh you know <laughs> it's sort of yeah. lovely. He gets decapitated. He's lying on the ground dead. And Lazo's like, oh, I'm sorry, darling. Yeah, I'll leave. give you a moment with whatever <laughs> this is. <laughs> and you just see him in the back. You just, just throw a tarp over the the, the, um, the headless corpse. As yeah. she's, <laughs> she's got the head in the helmet. Uh, okay, I, I want to ask a question here. Um, anybody else happy he died? I, I, like, oh, yeah. He, yeah. he is great to be a part of like moments with Nadja that become funny. I never found his character that interesting. Like like he is there for the joke. Like he doesn't have much use beyond that. Yeah, so I, I'm totally fine with him going. And they, they did it the best possible way. From the the setup in the very first pilot of he's going to get his head cut off. Like that's the very first episode they make that joke to the very last episode of the season when, where it happens. When the window slams yeah. shut. Yep. <laughs> God. And then when the like, next time you see him as well, there's the uh, the little barrier, barrier thing going yeah, the down. The arm in the in the parking garage almost yep. takes his head off. <laughs> it's his lot in life. I think that's the thing as well. It's like they they used it as much as uh, was would have worked. They didn't overuse it. They didn't underuse it. Like you know, the character was used. Like you know, the character wasn't in every episode, but the times that they sort of like brought him back in, it worked so well. Because they used that character quite sparingly, and then of course it's all set up for this end of the season joke of oh he's got his head exactly. off again. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's one of those moments where, uh, I mean, I know you guys weren't watching it, or Drew might have been, um, but like I was watching this show when it when it aired, like as it came out, I was right yeah. on this one, and you're watching this episode, and the show didn't have that big of a fanfare in the first season. Like it's gotten bigger every year, which is great for the show. But when you're watching this first season and you have an episode like this with this joke that's been set up 10 episodes before and it's just so brilliantly well written, you just have this moment like, am I taking crazy pills? Why is this not the most popular <laughs> show on TV? Like, this is so well done. It's insane. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like, it's the uh, just I, I mean, I've been saying this the whole time, like the attention to detail and just like the the subtle laying out of jokes and like bits to come back to like, Oh wait, that was fucking four episodes ago. <laughs> like the, the, the planning is, uh, is top notch. Oh yeah. I mean, I think uh, I, that's kind of the case with a lot of really good shows that are really well written. Those they just <clears> don't, <throat> they don't get that audience. Like the amount of people that I've talked to about venture brothers and they've no idea what I'm talking about. But it's that sort of same thing. Oh, that, that, that hurts me. <laughs> I know. Hurts me too. I'm like, I'm not sure we can be friends until you watch the Venture Brothers. I, I think... I mean, that, that's a fair stipulation. No, it's fine. Sorry, Joel. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying sorry because I know you haven't watched all the Venture Brothers. <laughs> well, I, I... Yeah, we're not, we're, not, we're not friends yet, Joel. You finished your Venture Brothers. <laughs> See, this isn't my problem, but I, I think a lot of people make animated adult shows kind of a barrier to entry for themselves. Yeah. They do. And, and they, they're they're yeah, sort of dismissed yep. as kind of juvenile stuff where really, like, yes, a lot of it's juvenile, but there's also a bit of, like, depth and, and interesting characters and a lot of really good humor. And 
that's it's unfortunate. Uh, not related to what we do in the shadows whatsoever, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this show is a uh, not animated big shocker in the season finale. Uh... <laughs> Wait, this isn't animated. I know. I, I didn't mean to ruin it for everybody, but it's, it's not animated. I'm sorry. Shit. What have I been watching then? I'm sure the thing I've been watching was animated. It's very lucky that uh, all of our notes have still worked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> watching two different things. Astounding. I mean, um, I've been watching two different shows, uh, a different show to you, and they still have characters called Nandor, Nadja, and Laszlo in. And Colin Robinson. Don't forget about poor Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson as well. Which, oh, jumping back to this episode, I, I, now that it's mentioned Colin Robinson, holy shit, when they get, bring out the ancestry yes. results. And like, I'm looking I'm looking at the quote in my notes right now. It's so Says I'm 100% brilliant. White. Yeah. It, it says here, I am... 100% white. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. No, people are a mix of, you know, thousands of generations of, like, different areas. And, oh, wow, no, it just says 100% white. <laughs> this is a through line in, across the entire series so far. But, like, his character ends up being absurd in the most mundane ways. Like, he has <laughs> yeah. these crazy cast of characters. And then just, like, his insane, crazy moment is, I'm 100% white. And it totally tracks with this character entirely. I mean, it's it's the classic straight man, but like, he's it's not a classic straight man because he's still a fucking vampire. He's just like the most boring thing ever. So everything else that bounces off of him is zany. It's it's not like the rest of the development thing. Michael is the straight man, but he's still kind of an asshole like the rest of his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you guys? Uh, so I'm just going to mention the uh, the actor who plays Colin Robinson has apparently been courting Bob Newhart to come on the show at some point while he's you know, <laughs> still alive. Uh, he God. really wants Bob Newhart to come on as the king of the energy vampires. Oh, that'd be really good. Oh, <laughs> my damn it. Don't dangle that don't, don't in front of me. <laughs> right? Like, as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh, man, that would be that would just be amazing. <laughs> wow. That would be pretty cool. But, you know, we'll see. Um, what have we missed in this episode? Is there anything that we, we really need to talk about? Or should we start moving to the end of this? The funeral? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they're all just sort of sitting there, blood dribbling from their eyes. <laughs> just in absolute pain as well. It's like I didn't mention the funeral, and my, my quote from the episode comes from the funeral. <laughs> like, I forgot to even mention it. Um the funeral we didn't mention. Uh, so Nandor gets finds out that he has like something like two hundred thousand living descendants, like a crazy amount. Not as many. <laughs> fucking as many as <laughs> yeah, Colin <laughs> Roberts is like, please don't ruin this kind of. I, I would never think of doing that. You know, Genghis Khan has <laughs> sixteen million descendants. <laughs> Even later, in, like in his little interview thing, so Nandor has a bunch of ascendants, though clearly not as many as Genghis Khan. So we're gonna go, like, <laughs> just can't help himself. Uh, and there's that, I go this to... isn't working. Me being supportive, I feel like I'm literally, literally eating myself. <laughs> eating myself, yeah. <laughs> God. But so you know, they go to visit his his ancestor, which is a 94 year old woman that Nandor then scares to death by tapping on her window, like <laughs> a <laughs> six story building. Mm-hmm. So then they have to go to her funeral, of course, which is in a church that vampires can't go in. And just that they have the whole argument outside the church, they agree to go in, and this is the smash cut to all three of them sitting there smoking, bleeding from their eyes. 
And I just love, like, even Nadia's line of, like, the, I'm sorry, Nandor, my mascara's running because of the blood. <laughs> and, and then Guillermo, he pours water on Nandor to try to put him out, but it's holy water, right? So it just <laughs> it, it inflames him even worse. I, I You know, we, we made a very quick passing thing on Guillermo, uh, just talking about, like, where his arch should have been. But, like, there's a lot of good moments just they're just little like passive things right they, they go back to the trial and he flashbacks to like when he impaled a vampire on the the wall there mm-hmm. and, and that uh what we just talked about with the holy water and then at the end like he ends up like throwing those stakes through the portraits of all of them accidentally like he <laughs> he is like a character who has just figured out a superpower but is like deathly afraid of using it so like it just inadvertently pops out uh-huh. everywhere <laughs> he, he's like harry potter right the harry potter reference that, that's what's what harry potter <laughs> yeah that's what i thought uh <laughs> isn't that character in troll too <laughs> they're eating her they're gonna eat me <laughs> oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> i finally watched that movie so for the first time bad. like three months ago uh, it turns out it's not very good. I don't see why everybody loves it so much. It's, it's a bad movie. Uh, so fucking horrible. <laughs> no bog. Uh, all right. Is, is there anything else? Do we kind of hit it all? I feel all? like this is a really brisk conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. But uh, but I also feel like we yeah. kind of hit everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. like we said in the opening, though, there's not, there's not a, a whole lot in the episode, though. It's, it's kind of like... Um, like it's two smaller storylines kind of like put together because you've got like the the wrapping up of Jeff and then Nando's uh, ancestry thing. So like you know the A and B plots are not really related that sort of inter interlink. So yeah. they're just kind of like stuck together because it's kind of like Nando's ends and then the Jeff storyline kind of starts. There's a little bit of overlap in between, but for the most part, it's kind of like okay, that's that's that part of it ends. And now this part of the episode starts. Yeah, it's just kind of, it just does a lot of like heavy lifting as far as like we're going to kind of put a bow on this and kind of move forward, and that's about it. So like it, it doesn't really, there's not that much to talk about beyond I think what we hit. So I, mm. I actually, sorry Joel, I think we did a good job. <laughs> I was not talking about quality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in agreement. Like we usually have a lot to talk about these episodes, and that's part of the fun of this. And yeah, even even last week's last week, like two weeks ago's episode, like I, even if I didn't love that episode, there's still plenty to talk about. So it's just surprising to me. I'm still surprised you didn't love last week's episode. Last episode. I I refuse to name it. Two years now. I refuse to name it. My kids are in the other room. It's. I don't need to introduce that into their life. <laughs> but you mean orgy? Yeah, orgy. Oh, you can say one. It's just going into my ear right now. <laughs> orgy. Oh, wow. wow, that that uh, that peaked. <laughs> I moved a little bit closer to the microphone for that. It it also sounded like you're doing like that Frank Reynolds trying to get into the orgy with the password orgy. <laughs> The best thing about that is now, my neighbors have just heard me yell orgy about four or five times. Just, and they'll have no fucking idea just, uh, why. It, it's been the gun <laughs> on the door. Pretty sure he lives alone. I don't know what yeah. the hell he's doing. <laughs> what kind of orgy is he having on his own? 
It's a very you know sad just, orgy. Just, just turn up the TV. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't need the... Put some porn on. Turn it <laughs> up. Yeah. We'll win this fight. Anyhow, um, all right. Let, let's move on to uh, favorite moments and/or quotes of uh, of this episode. Uh, I, I can go first because I'm already kind of hinting at mine, and it's uh, it, it comes from the funeral when they're uh, when <laughs> Laszlo has bailed on the church. He's done with it. He's out, and then uh, and then Nadia has to leave, and she's doing her best to be supportive, which is saying a lot for Nadia because that's not really her mm-hmm. her bread and butter. Um, but she stands up to leave. She's like, I'm sorry, I would stay, but I'm on fire. And she just raises her hands, and her hands are on fire randomly. Like, that's, the best it just that caught is, me is, so off guard. And then and then you got Nandor following that up with, thank you for coming, Nadia! <laughs> and then Colin Robinson just puts a, puts a bow on the end of it with, hey, I'm going to go too. I'd rather watch TV. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. God. Matt, you want to go? Um, so, I, I think um, mine is probably the... Um, we've already kind of covered it, and it's just Colin Robinson going, it says, I am, here I am 100% white. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. It's so deadpan, and then they're like, oh, no, 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 you're a mixture of like, oh, wow, oh. <laughs> that very... Uh, I can't remember the, uh, what comes, what he says after that, but, but it's just, yeah... <laughs> and it fits the the character, I think, as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, I I think I've come to understand why I like Colin Robinson so much, and I think one, he's an office drone. Uh, two, he uh, is able to talk about really mundane things for such a long time that people fall asleep. And uh, three, he's. 100% white, so he's kind of like me a little bit, and I can relate to it a bit. Uh, it, it, it really is... Matt took mine. It, it's the 100% white. Uh, it's, it's just... like it, it fits his character so well, but it's also kind of a crazy thing. Uh, if I didn't go with that, it would have to be... Just just Guillermo. Just Guillermo this episode. Every, every little thing he does where he's inadvertently killing some form of vampire or doing threatening actions is just chef's kiss. And it, it sets up, it's going to set up such great things moving forward too. Like th- this becomes a roller coaster ride and it's, it's great. Drew last but not least. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's either the moment right before a hundred percent white where both, uh, Nadia and, Laszlo were both like, get that the fuck away from me. I don't want it. I don't want it. I have no interest in that. No. Don't care. Um, the whole thing with the witches being semen stealers is so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which, yep, plays yep. out. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's um, I, I think it's the moment when it's like, oh, I'm like 132nd percent Dutch or whatever it is. Like Van Helsing. Okay, it's really funny because like Van Helsing's like, the most famous vampire killer. It's it's like he's not real though, right? <laughs> right? I think that's great. It's just like because it's like it, it, he says that he's like last name is Van Helsing. That's really funny. And it's like wow, that is funny. Wait, <laughs> we've had a whole season of them setting up jokes by just throwaway lines. And this one, they're holding on. Oh my God, 
what is happening. Like, it's... Again, it is the brilliance of this show. It's like, oh, by the way, here's a little snippet of uh, something that... um, uh, Something that might be important. (laughs) Now we're just going to lean on it for a second in literal silence so that he has to say, right? Again. Like I remember the first time I saw that, I was like... Oh, 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 this is going to be fun. So I was... Something funny I ran into, because I, I do some searching on the internet to catch up. His last name is De La Cruz, and it literally means of the cross. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. the cross. <laughs> Guillermo De La Cruz. It's one of those things where, like, uh, they, they put it out there right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's so good. All right, man. This I, show is so good. It's so well written. I, I think that means that we finished season one, doesn't it? It does. Holy it shit! Holy shit! It does indeed. Uh, so that would mean we only have one left, one last thing to do for season one, which is to do a season one wrap up, which will be next week's episode. We will do uh, a whole bunch of stuff. It's gonna be fun. Um, we'll do like our favorite quotes, uh, rank the episodes, say who the MVP of the season is. We might disagree. <laughs> Uh, so far, I know one person who doesn't agree with me. So I know there's at least one other option out there. But uh, I know throughout the season, we've kind of, kind of, kind of been hinting at who we all think the MVP is. But there's at least one dissenter in the ranks. So that's going to be uh, <laughs> still going to be interesting, and not just all of us going, "Yeah, Nadja's the best." Yep. All right. Mm. Anyway, wait, Nadja. Uh, I, thought, I thought the obvious one was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say I love Jeff? He, I'd like to find great. you a clothesline right now, man. Jeff. <laughs> There's probably one around that I can uh, run into. It's a run real fucking fast. Um, but yeah, so uh, Joel will unfortunately not be able to join us next week, but I do have his notes, so uh, his opinion will still be heard. Uh, you guys want to do a really quick round of plugs and say goodbye? I'll take that as a yes. Uh, we <laughs> sure. are back at uh, Behind the Hype. We are uh, we unfortunately just kind of left Donner Month behind because uh, that same break that happened here happened over there, and it's just easier to move on. And we're moving on to horror film directors B-sides. Uh, so that is famous horror directors, not so famous movies. Uh, if you are a horror fan, uh, that, that rule probably will not apply to you because that means you are aware of horror movies. So before you come yelling at me like, yeah, everyone's heard of the serpent and the rainbow, you have. Mm. That does not mean that everyone has. Uh, so we are starting with the serpent and the rainbow. And then we're moving on to Mimic because <laughs> uh, no one fucking saw Mimic. Um, but I, I, Including myself, but I really want to see it. It's Guillermo del Toro and he made a, a bug monster movie and that sounds fucking cool. Uh, and then I don't know what else we're doing through the rest of that month, but be sure to check it out because it's going to be a ton of fun. I love looking at like the the unloved gems of horror horror directors, or really any directors, but horror directors, it's something special. Because uh, it's like, hey, what were you trying here? It didn't work, but I like watching you try stuff. Uh, but that's behind the hype. Uh, Demon Days is still going strong right now. Uh, I have not been on for a little while, but they will be going up again soon. And then Damage Boost just hit episode 100, so big congratulations to Damage Boost and Brock, uh, who used to help us out all the time with Venture Bros, so that's really cool. Woo-hoo. Uh Woo. Actually, Drew, do you have more to say about Demon Days? <coughs> Mine was um, so, so big. No, 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 it's, uh, it's fine. Um, uh, we, haven't, uh, we haven't had a chance to record in a little bit, so, um, but we, uh, we have it coming up. One of our, um, uh, one of our peeps is uh, deep in the throws of doing another taika show so that's uh 
um, that's where he's been. So we haven't had a chance to record, but we will soon. But yeah, come check out Demon Days. It's uh, horny tieflings and um, and tr them trying to find their place in the possible end of the world. And uh, and I play a paladin. So it's a lot and, of fun. And, then, and given uh, that we don't have new episodes coming out, this would be a perfect time to catch up because there is quite a few of them out there. So uh, while yeah, things true. are moving a little it's bit true. slower, you can catch up a lot faster, which is great. Indeed. And then uh, you can find me over at uh, Strength24 on Twitch, um, streaming uh, possibly uh, much more coming up if this IATSE strike actually goes through. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Matt, Joel, anything to plug? I am uh, part of a podcast called Super GG Radio. It's basically a bunch of people who don't have time for games anymore but still try to find some. So if you're looking for weird or little indie recommendations, that's that's your home for that. Uh, and no, that's that's about it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Matt, anything to plug? No. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So thank everyone. Thank you everyone for listening so much. Uh, sorry again for that uber long break, but we are we're back at it, and I'm happy to be here. So. Bye. 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 Bye.